show is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. Being human doesn't come with a user manual, and sometimes we don't have the tools we need to navigate life stressors. Luckily, working with a therapist can help you gather those tools. Visit betterhelp.com super and navigate life with a little more ease. Hey, brother! Guys, if you can't tell, we've been in a real light year mood here around the SCB office. As usual with any new Pixar movie, we are always fast at work to figure out how it will fit into the greater Pixar universe timeline, or better known as the Pixar theory, which suggests that all of these movies are creating one even bigger story. And as far as light year is concerned, it seems like one of the most straightforward contributions to that particular narrative. It literally opens with the following text. Don't worry, Carlin brothers. This movie exists inside the Pixar universe. This is that movie. Which like, hey, much appreciated. I get it. Pixar Studios exists inside of the Pixar universe. They can make movies that like the characters of the universe could go and see. It's such a fun idea, but also how dare you introduce a brand new concept that could potentially throw a wrench into everything we've ever known. Do you have any idea how much new content this is going to mean for us? Once again, much appreciated. But while Lightyear seems like it's an inconsequential origin story for the action figure Buzz Lightyear, the fact is it goes much deeper than that. Because what it does is sets a dangerous new precedent where now we always have to ask the question, did this Pixar movie really happen or is it also just a movie inside of the Pixar universe? So what, am I now supposed to believe that all of the cars didn't come back to life and repopulate the planet with the lost memories of their previous owners? As if, or or what, now, now you're going to tell me that the people didn't return on the Axiom to a previously polluted Earth and be suffering from radiation poisoning that slowly turns them into the monsters of Monsters, Inc.? Now you're just being ridiculous. Or maybe you're suggesting that it's not possible for a hippo tang with the help of a septopus to drive a Mack truck over the edge of a bridge. Actually, I'm kind of okay with that one. Except, just kidding, because that one definitely happened. As you can see, Riley is at the aquarium right here, and she's 100% canon, so... Nothing we can do about it. All I'm trying to say is, do not worry, dear viewers at home. All of these things did, in fact, fictionally happen. Or else, how could it be possible that I have literally built a career proving that they did? But that being said, there is one specific scene in the film Lightyear that absolutely forces me to question what I have known before. So today, we are going to figure out whether or not any other Pixar films are just movies within a movie. Pixar theory, the Pixar theory, we're finally going to see it clearly, the Pixar theory. All right, guys, Lightyear. Let's make some things clear right off the bat. It's fiction inside of a fictional universe, whereas everything else we've ever seen is factual inside of a fictional universe. What we learn right away with that opening bit of text is that Lightyear is a very real movie that real kids like Andy and Riley could have gone to the theaters to watch. And this kind of film is exactly what you might expect to exist inside of the universe during this very specific time, thanks to what we learned from the prospector in Toy Story 2. Two words, Sputnik. Once the astronauts went up, children only wanted to play with space toys. Space travel is definitely big during this particular era of time that Andy's existing in, and we see it everywhere. You've got places like Pizza Planet or Al's Toy Barn, which is just covered floor to ceiling with Buzz Lightyear action figures. He's a video game and a cartoon, all real spinoffs from the in-universe movie 
Lightyear. It's also thanks to this movie that we learned a lot about how toys work inside of the Pixar universe. For example, Buzz's first few moments inside of Andy's room are almost identical to the first few moments we see of Buzz inside Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear mission log. Buzz Lightyear mission log. Strange planet. Strange planet. Terrain seems a bit unstable. Terrain seems a bit unstable. This definitely suggests that Buzz's personality as a toy takes a lot of cues from the real life character he's based off of. Which that being said, one of the huge questions about Buzz forever is if he believes he's a space ranger, then why does he freeze when Andy walks into the room? So personally, I think it would be hilarious if they made Lightyear 2 where Buzz is against some kind of like giant and the only way to like protect himself against the giant is to freeze whenever he comes around. Buzz isn't freezing because he actually knows deep down that he's a toy. It's a classic defense mechanism, that's all. But even some of like Buzz's cleverness is actually coming from, again, the character he's based off of. For example, in Toy Story 2, when they have to cross the street and he uses the traffic cones. It's just like in Lightyear when he and his team are trapped inside of cones. I guess it's possible he was also slightly inspired by Woody's idea to use this exact same technique to sneak their way into Pizza Planet. But I feel like the cones thing makes more sense. Speaking of Pizza Planet though, that brings up a very interesting question in reality that we need to address, which is whether or not Pixar itself exists inside of the Pixar universe. Where the proof as usual is in the Easter eggs or lack thereof. Certain Easter eggs, as I'm sure you're aware of by now, exist in almost every single Pixar movie. These would be things like A113, the Luxo Ball, and of course, the infamous Pizza Planet truck. But with Lightyear being a movie that exists inside of a movie, it brings an interesting lens to each of those Easter eggs. Because who are those Easter eggs there to benefit? Is it like us, the audience out here in the real world, or to in-universe audience people like Andy. And I think we have to assume that it's the in-universe audience because what interest would an in-universe studio have in appeasing us out here in the real world? None! But with that in mind, I do still think that we have to believe that it is Pixar themselves who have made this movie because of which Easter eggs they've used. For example, the classroom number A113 at Caltech, where so many Pixar animators got their start, can be found right here outside of Alicia's office window. Coincidence? I think not! Okay, calm down, Bernie. It's not that big of a deal. We're gonna come back to you anyway. And also, Bernie, if you look again, A113 is not actually in that scene. <laughs> Screen rant. Because of course it's not, because it's a different Pixar studio making the film. That being said, we have looked really hard for it and have not spotted it yet. So if somehow you do, please let us know. Instead, what I actually think they're doing is very clever because it is like comically almost there. Like again, if we go back to that same scene, you can see that there is an A on the overall door. There's 115 and 114, which means that 113 is like right there, but we can't see it. And they keep taunting you with it. Moe's suit number is 13 and the gun that Darby uses to shoot Zerg has 1-3 on its side. Like if it just turned the other way, I'm 100% sure there's A1 on the other end of it. Moving on from that though, let's focus on one of the other all-time classics the Pizza Planet truck. This one is included. It can be visibly spotted right here as Buzz is escaping Star Command. And this one's kind of a doozy because its inclusion indicates one of two things. Either that the Pizza Planet restaurant in Toy Story is actually based on the movie 
Lightyear. Which I sort of could believe, like even the robots standing guard outside of the Pizza Planet restaurant do kind of look like cyborgs. The aliens inside of the crane game all revere the claw. <laughs> and they all seem like a somewhat brainwashed race of creatures. I have been chosen. Farewell, my friends. I go on to a better place. Which would fit very nicely with Zerg himself, who in the movie Lightyear definitely has a claw. And his name is Emperor Zerg, so he must be like the emperor of someone. It's even possible that like the people in the movie Lightyear, because it takes place like 2000 years in the future, have just made contact with this particular species of aliens at some point in time. After all, the back of Buzz's ship actually very closely resembles the shape of the aliens themselves. And in Burnside's office at the end of the movie, you can see a statue of one of these aliens. So who knows? Maybe they're just part of the Galactic Alliance. One of the obvious potential problems with this explanation is that the aliens themselves have like a pizza logo on their badge, which would be kind of odd in universe. Unless, of course, they formed their society around Pizza. Which actually seems kind of reasonable to me, right? Like everybody can agree on pizza. I'll just go ahead and order us all some. Who likes pineapple? <laughs> of course, the other potential explanation is that just the highly successful chain of pizza establishments known as Pizza Planet simply bought product placement inside of the movie Lightyear. And believe it or not, we actually have absolute confirmation that that is in fact the case. Just earlier this week, Jay tweeted director of the film Lightyear, Angus McLean, this exact question and he responded. I always thought that Pizza Planet was product placement in the film, the way that Pizza Hut had a Back to the Future 2 tie-in. So there you go, product placement confirmed. Woo! But it's also very interesting because it means that Pixar is thinking about this stuff. Like it's an in-universe ad but an out-of-universe Easter egg. What a spaceport! Guys, it is time to take a brief moment to give a huge thank you to today's sponsor, Bespoke Post. You guys know that I absolutely love Bespoke Post, and I have been a subscriber myself for years prior to them sponsoring the channel, and I love working with them because I get to check out all of their new boxes of awesome. My last box was the Point Box, which comes with this awesome gold pen, keychain, and katana pocket knife. Didn't know I needed it, totally can't live without it. Honestly, this stuff just looks beautiful and is great to use on a daily basis. This pen makes me feel like I should be like signing person-sized checks with it, and even though those don't come up as often as they seem to in the movies, it is a pleasure just to take notes with. But the thing is, no matter what your interests are or what you have going on this season, Bespoke Post probably has you covered because they have such a wide selection of boxes of awesome. Personally, for myself, I am super excited to get this Alpine box that has a shirt jacket that is described as part shirt, part jacket, all style. And given Bespoke Post's track record, I believe that wholeheartedly. And they release new boxes every single month across a huge variety of categories. Each one is valued at $70, but comes in at a fraction of that cost. It also makes a really good gift for that person who's hard to shop for because there's just always something cool to find. And it's free to sign up and you can skip or cancel at any time. Plus you can get 20% off your first box when you head on over to boxofawesome.com and enter promo code super at checkout. Again, that's going to be boxofawesome.com, promo code super at checkout for 20% off. Link is in the description down below. So then moving on from the Pizza Planet truck, let's talk about another iconic Pixar Easter egg, which is the Luxo Mall. Extremely useful if you're falling with style and it's been featured in every single Pixar movie to date. 
except for this one. There is still a nod to it right here, but you actually have to like pause your screen in order to spot it. If you look carefully in the constellation right here, you can't see the Luxo ball, but you can see Luxo Jr., the lamp. To me, this suggests that the in-universe studio Pixar still created the short Luxo Jr., but decided to use the lamp instead of the ball as its Easter egg. Another classic Easter egg for Pixar is going to be the use of John Ratzenberger's voice, which has been in every other Pixar film. They're just using the same actor over and over. But once again, I think there's a really good explanation as to why this one is missing. Every other Pixar movie is an animated movie, but as far as Andy is concerned, Lightyear is live action, meaning you don't use voice actors. And that just leaves us with one other long-standing Pixar classic Easter egg, which is a reference to the next upcoming film. Now for us out here in the real world, it's this, a bottle of Wade water from the upcoming movie Elemental. But if the in-universe Pixar follows this same trend, then it should be the case that we can find an Easter egg for their next upcoming film. And it's possible we found that exact thing. Bernie. Don't Bernie me. Yeah, not you, Bernie. It's fine. Calm down. What I actually mean is Burn E from the movie Wally, -E, which you can spot on Burnside's shelf right here. Could this be the reference to the next in universe Pixar movie to be released? If that's the case, then what would that actually mean? Like, does that suggest that Wally -E never happened on the Pixar timeline? And the answer is. Maybe, or else it's the case that B&L is taking a lot of inspiration for the design of all of their robots from this movie. Which I suppose is possible as almost all of the robots in Lightyear do feel fairly reminiscent of the robots from Wally. -E. You will first head south towards the base. But on the other hand, Wally -E is another sci-fi movie that kind of fits the theme that Lightyear also fits into with space travel. In fact, the hyperdrive sequences look eerily similar. Wally -E even features Sputnik, which again is the spark for all of the space related phenomenon in the first place. And there is an established company within the Pixar universe that could be buying the product placement that we see in Wally, -E, a company that we know to be real based on the batteries that are found inside of all characters Buzz in Toy Story 3. It's by and large also Pizza Planet. So just like repeat offenders or something. With that being said though, if BNL is buying corporate sponsorship inside of the movie Wally, -E, it is arguably the worst corporate sponsorship of all time. Yes, please use our brand imagery every single place you possibly can to demonstrate the potential ramifications of capitalism on the planet. Please represent us as the bad guys. Please. Overall, kind of feels like a bad strategy, but it's also possible that it's not a corporate sponsorship at all and just general commentary from the in-universe Pixar studio, which would match with the out-of-universe Pixar. On the whole though, you guys, I think for me walking out of Lightyear, one of the biggest questions that I had is just like, is it possible that any other Pixar movie is just actually a movie inside of a movie? It feels like all of the arrows point to Wally -E being the most likely candidate for this particular thing, but I also just love where Wally -E currently fits in the timeline. So for my question of the day, what do you think? Let me know in the towel section down below.
Also guys, don't forget that later today, November 4th, we are going to be hosting a live trivia stream here on Super Carlin Brothers. We're going to be announcing our new animal mugs from Carlin Brothers Coffee. It happens one time a year if they sell out insanely fast, and this is going to be the last year that we do them. So be sure to tune in at 6 p.m. tonight, Eastern time, to play some fun all fandom trivia. Otherwise guys, be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. If you'd like to find out how Lightyear fits in the Pixar theory, you can check out this video right over here. Here, but otherwise, until next time, bye!